0: He is
1: risen. The Lord is risen indeed.
0: This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouths shall show forth thy praise.
0: O God, make speed to save us.
1: O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory
0: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord.
1: The Lord's name be praised.
0: The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ, our Passover, sacrifice for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 94 on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, thou God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself.
1: Arise, thou judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving. Lord, how long shall the ungodly,
0: how long shall the ungodly triumph?
1: How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully, and make such proud boasting?
0: They smite down thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage.
1: They number the widow and the stranger, and put the fatherless to death.
0: And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it.
1: Take heed, ye unwise among the people, O ye fools, when will ye understand? He that planted the
0: ear shall he not hear, or he that made the eye shall he not see.
1: Or he that instructeth the heathen, it is he that teacheth man knowledge, shall not he punish?
0: The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are but vain.
1: Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law.
0: That thou mayest give him patience in time of adversity, until the pit be digged up for the ungodly.
1: For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance.
0: Until the righteousness turn again unto judgment. All such as are true in heart shall follow it.
1: Who will rise up with me against the wicked? Or who will take my part against the evil doers?
0: If the Lord had not helped me, it had not failed, but my soul had been put to silence.
1: But when I said, My foot hath slipped, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of the sorrows
0: that I had in my heart, thy comforts have refreshed my soul.
1: Wilt thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness, which imagineth mischief as a law?
0: They gather them together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood.
1: But the Lord is my refuge, and my God is the strength of my confidence.
0: He shall recompense them their wickedness, and destroy them in their own malice. Yea, the Lord our God shall destroy them.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be,
2: world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the thirty-third chapter of the book of Exodus. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the Tabernacle of Meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the Tabernacle of Meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was, whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose, and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he'd gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, when Moses entered the tabernacle, that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, And you have also found grace in my sight. Therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. He said, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. For the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, Please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, Here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be, when my glory passes by, that I will put you in the cleft of the rock, and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Here end of the first lesson.
0: We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein to thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry holy 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 lord god of Sabaoth. heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory the glorious company of the apostles praise thee the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee the noble army of martyrs praise thee the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the father of an infinite majesty thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. And we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O oh Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O oh Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O oh Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O oh Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded.
2: Here beginneth the 11th chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken away so he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man, And him, as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland, and truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Here end the second lesson. Thou art
0: worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue, and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty,
1: and take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
0: Almighty God, who shows to them that are in error the light of thy truth, to the intent that they may return into the way of righteousness, grant unto all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion that they may avoid those things that are contrary to their profession and follow all such things as are agreeable to the same, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom. Defendest thy humble servants on all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safety brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord.
1: Amen.
3: Morning to all. We have this image of Moses in the Exodus lesson today. Of He's going outside the camp where he meets with God, and it's, you know, the, the sort of uh, cloud descends. And in the Old Testament, the cloud is an image of God's presence and glory. You know, the Psalms talk about who, you know, rides on the clouds, and and um, when this temple is later dedicated, the glory cloud comes in. And so um, this reflects this, this sort of uniqueness of Moses, and the meeting <clears throat> reflects the Old Testament reality that only certain members of the community um, got the Spirit, um, prophets, priests, and kings most particularly. And so Moses is, is the leader now, filled with the Spirit, is leading the people, clearly a, a sort of type of Christ. Now, <clears throat>
0: um,
3: this prefigures, though, in the New Testament, we're in the middle of Eastertide and upcoming is Pentecost. We celebrate the the, the primary distinction between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, which is that whereas in the Old Covenant, only prophets, priests, and kings got the spirit, and the new covenant—it's—it's it's poured out on everyone, as the prophecy from Joel says. Your young men will dream dreams, your old men will see visions, your maid servants—in—in all—all categories, people get the spirit. So what Moses experiences out in the tabernacle, um, in this intimacy with God, is um, available to all in the new covenant, except for it's not. So simple as just it happens. Moses, Moses is called in this passage the friend of God, and this kind of hearkened to the um, passage in John fifteen where Jesus said to the the the, the disciples and the apostle in particular, I, I I don't call you servants, I call you now I call you friends. But he adds to it, if you do what I command, and so. Even though now the spirit's available to all of this new covenant we we cultivate a friendship with God, Moses at this point in Exodus, has known God for a while. He met God on mounts on um, on on the mountain before the exodus and did what God asked him to do through the whole exodus, uh going down to talk to Pharaoh, leading Israel out coming to Sinai. Standing for God in the midst of life he 's developed his relationship, and so we, in our own friendship with god we the closeness we develop in the spirit is a function of our own interaction with God, listening to what God is telling us to do, being obedient. You are my friends, if you do what i I, I tell you we 'll get this in our Pentecost lesson, our pentecost gospel where where the the measure of the spirit that we enjoy is very much connected to are listening to God and doing what he, he tells us to do. So obedience and closeness is very closely related. And so we cultivate this, this relationship with God. And the other thing about the, this passage that's interesting is that, um, as with the New Testament passage we're reading, it, it really, everything points forward. Because you get this image, okay, Moses is out in the tent interacting with God. God's just saying they're hanging out. But even Moses is aware there's something more. Let me see more because, you know, and let me see your glory. So Moses is aware that even though they're having a conversation, there's something more to be had, something more to grow into. And God says, there's limitation here. You can't see my face. You can see my backside. And so even in the new covenant, we we have the spirit now, but we're aware in our life for prayer, you know, we're moving forward to some things. We're not, we're not there yet, even though we can talk with God in Christ through the Spirit. And it's kind of reflected in our Hebrews lessons where faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the the substance of things not seen. Faith is always forward moving and the obedience we're called to is always to move forward in faith, which almost always has a sense of leaving something behind that we're holding on to to move forward to the unknown. And all the examples that they they give of faith are all people who did something because they trusted that the future God had promised God would be faithful. So I'm even though I'm going to give something up in the te- in the temple <laughs> circumstance. So this, this is this is faith, and, and this is where we um even in the whole story of Israel so far, all disobedience. Is, tends to be rooted in the fear of moving forward into the unknown future and therefore want to hold on to you know something of of the comfort we have in in the moment you know israel 's afraid of the wilderness it 's unknown it 's rugged let 's go back to egypt let's let 's comfort ourselves and so faith is is requires of us a forward-looking orientation. And the thing that most undermines our growth in the faith is the desire to hold on to anything in this world. It usually happens like seasons of time. We try to hold on to them. Eventually everything we we let go to move forward in faith. And we trust that God has something more. And this is one of the key differences between um, the life of Christian faith and secular life. And it undermines the faith of many because secular life, even when it's tinged with faith, is about how God is going to get me things here. But the problem with that is that even the things we get here are all temporary, so they go away. Faith is interested in how God is revealed in the temporary, but faith is always willing to let go to move forward. Our horizon of life is always beyond this world. We always believe that ultimately to get all that God has for us means to let go of everything here. And we practice that in our life of faith. And that's the essence of obedience, to continually let go and move forward into God, knowing that the measure of the spirit we have is someday going to give way to a a face-to-face encounter that will make just about everything in this world seem rather small by contrast. So a few thoughts about today's lessons
0: accept O lord our intercessions for all mankind the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully bless all authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations friends and neighbors Comfort and relieve them according to their sovereign necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you,
2: Father John. Bye-bye. Bye, like